We've got thoughts and opinions. Let's get into it this week on Driving Sunday. Hey, hey, welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I'm your other host, Andrea. If this is your first time around here, we're so excited to have you. Uh, just a couple of notes. Um, we're not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off, although either of those things could happen. But if it does, we want to know about it. Yeah, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you don't have to believe to belong. You can join the conversation at Dropping Sunday on all the things. You can support the show at patreon.com slash dropping Sunday. You can wear the merch at uh, dropping Sunday.com slash merch. Uh, uh, Andrea. Yeah. Real quick. Can I ask you a question? Sure. How's your heart? <laughs> Just get into it a different way. Listen. Just, yeah. Um, where, where, where are all the fans? We're all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why? Hey, uh, Seth, why does this podcast not sound as noisy? <laughs> why aren't there people here laughing at us? Yeah, the, that's fair. <laughs> That's uh, that's fair. Um, one one episode. That's pretty much all we get. We survived the episode. We did. If uh, if we picked up some listeners, we're getting back to normal this week. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is not this is not the show you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same thing. Not sorry. Sorry. I don't know. We were pretty. We were tame. We got, we walked out and like my kids were like, "What was wrong?" <laughs> We were. Yeah. We're. I think we were a little bit nervous. Yeah. A I, little nervous. Well, whenever you look out in the crowd and you see, you know, Sister Ethel. <laughs> <laughs> and she's there eating her uh, her crudite and eating her, you know, cheese cubes. You're, you're, you're just like, oh, I don't know if she's going to, I don't know if she's going to get the fart jokes. She may but, not laugh at us. No. Uh, she... Listen, if I get kicked out of one more church, that's all I'm one saying. One more church. But it's okay. If I get kicked out of a church, I can always start another one. Um, well, yeah, that's what you do, right? Well, I mean, that's what Brian Houston's daughter did. Oh! Mm, did you see this? I did not. <laughs> okay, so... But it's funny because I have a Brian Houston tweet. Fantastic. This is exciting. Um, so her uh, Brian Houston's daughter, uh, Laura Houston... I could be just making up words. And I don't even know if her name is Laura. It really doesn't matter. Her husband. Say it confidently. Her name. I her, never would have questioned Her husband's you. name is uh, is Peter. And they have that, uh, that weird, uh, um, like, uh, not weird. I'm sorry. That's a, that, that. It's, it's, complete, already, it's a completely normal word. We are two and a half minutes in and you're already getting ready to offend somebody. Yeah, I apologize. We are back to normal. They have a <laughs> they they have a difficult last name to pronounce. Okay, Johnson. Like what? Well, Johnson's easy to pronounce. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's Tonganivalu. Tonganivalu. I think it's Tongan. Okay, yeah. Okay. So everybody just calls him Togs for short. Okay. That's the, what they call They call Peter Togs and then Laura. Aren't, isn't the word Togs something? Else? The, shorts, right? Like a bathing suit. I think that's also mm, are, in Australia. Are they the things with the little circles with the with the little round thing? And then you have those are slam- pogs. Pogs, different. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so anyway, um, showing our age here. Anyway, oh my god, <laughs> this conversation. What in the world? It's fantastic. So they uh, they did a uh, a little. Um, I don't know what do we call it? Like a like an Instagram video where. They just were talking about pioneering a new church to that. It's water for those of you wondering. Yeah. (laughs) The fact that they have to say that is kind of suspect. Um, So they, they talked for, you know, I don't know, four or five minutes about, uh, about planting a new church. 
And uh, here is what she wrote as far as her, the, the, the text that comes with it. Mm-hmm. We love his church, past, present, and with all these A's and future. Uh, we filmed some late night talking, turn the sound up, hear our hearts and stay tuned for more details in the weeks and months to come. We are planting a new church. Much love, Pete and Laura. Hashtag Sydney. So they're planning a new church in Sydney. Okay. And that's so exciting. So exciting. Here's what may not be as exciting. Um, Brian Houston. Her dad. I was just going to say her dad is on the executive, is the executive pastor. Well, he commented in all caps. I'm in. See you there. Oh, that may not be the endorsement he thinks it is. That, that, yeah, yeah. That's like, oh, no, 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 no. No, dad, no, 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 So, um, so, I do like that Brooke Ligert would also post it on this. She said, uh, give us the courage to be misunderstood. And she put it in quotes. It's one of the things they said. She's like, I love that. Love you guys to the moon. So they're, they're wanting to kind of get out from underneath everything else, mm-hmm. start something that probably doesn't start with the word hill and ends with the word song, mm-hmm. right? So something in, in that, that vein, um, you know, so good luck to them. But also, uh, Brian and Bobby, if you love your daughter, just stay away. <laughs> stay <laughs> out of it. Don't, don't do it. Pray for them. Yes. But do but not. also pray for yourself. You might need to like uh, ask. For I don't know. Maybe just spend some time in in the presence of the of the Lord. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um. So, uh, Brian Houston, I, I'm going to guess uh, this was just today. Actually, okay. he tweeted that board controlled churches have no understanding at all of New Testament church governance. Yeah. Okay. Um. Hmm. <laughs> It's a weird, it's a weird shots fired. It's a, it's <laughs> weird. Like, I don't know what to think about it because like I'm leaving all the space in. That's a weird shots fired. Because, because there's a part of me that's like, okay, like board controlled. If you're saying that they are, was he saying that they shouldn't have a board at all? Cause I wouldn't necessarily say that our church is board controlled but i mean yeah so there's a ministry side of a church and there's a government side of the church right right? the government side of the church makes sure that all the lights stay on and let's just be honest you can be a great preacher and kind of forget about how to pay bills sure and so you need both hands Mm -hmm. um uh, church leadership needs prophets priests and kings Mm -hmm. it needs all three now the great thing about the new testament church is that Jesus was the head of the church. Mm-hmm. Jesus still is the head of the church, but actually in person. Right. He was actually there. He was the head of the church embodied. In yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 And so uh, he worked, he functioned as prophet where he ministers uh, out and speaks forth the word of the Lord. Mm-hmm. He ministers as priest, as a, as a loving pastor to take care of people individually one-on-one. And he ministers as king where he actually is the head of the government mm-hmm. of everything. There are some people that uh, function well in all three. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people don't. Most right. people are dominant one, sub two, and then three is completely out. Not the door. even, not yeah. even in the realm. Yeah. So um, you'll see a lot of people who are really good uh, kings, and they have big mega churches, and mm-hmm. they're and they're decent prophets, and so they have a really good like a uh, speaking message, and then. 
when you say, hey, have you ever met Pastor so-and-so? No, never even met him. Yeah. How long have you been coming here? 27 years. <laughs> never met, never met yeah. the guy. Why? Because he just doesn't have that priest ministry. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's just a weird it's a weird thing and also something that you shouldn't say like right. stop like don't critique anybody right well someone someone replied uh, and natch. they they <laughs> they did a translation this is not someone that i'm familiar with okay. uh, but their translation is that <laughs> brian wants to live like a king and answer to no one yeah that's how it comes across that's yeah. exactly how it comes across yeah. um it, the let's talk about the reason the uh, deacon let's first of all let's say uh how a board, a mm -hmm. church board, the history of that, the the foundation of that is biblical. Yeah. A board of deacons. Yes. It's elders, the ministry of, of uh, deacons and, and what that means and what they're called to do. It is not about controlling. It is about accountability. That's right. For our, our pastors. It's about accountability for church members. It's about um, uh, being a voice for church members. You know, it, it, there's there's a lot of reasoning there um, yeah. beyond uh, controlling anything. Yeah. So anyway, I just found that interesting and funny that uh, yeah. I wonder if uh, the Togs new church will have a board. Um, I bet you they do. I bet they do. Too. Yeah, you kind of you kind of have to have some people who who buy in. Um, so I have another uh, I have another story about another well-known pastor that okay. I saw this week. This one's actually uh, in Dallas here. Um, so well-known author and senior pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas, Tony Evans, surprised his congregation on Sunday announcing that he is engaged. That's awesome. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. So it's uh, this is leading up to the fourth anniversary of his wife's death. Um, 74-year-old Pastor Evans brought his uh, family to the stage honoring his late wife before making the announcement. Yeah. Nine and a half years. It is a tender time. There were reminders everywhere of her life and of her influence on, on me, my family, and this ministry. He, he does a really good job of just mm -hmm. honoring his wife, Lois. They were together for almost 50 years. And um, like you said, she passed away just mm -hmm. like about four years yeah. ago. And so just kind of going through, um, going through the, he talks about his, his season of singleness, which is, uh, you know, been a new thing for him. And I love that he has like his two daughters, his two sons just kind of flanking him. So it's, you know, everybody knows uh, it's a unified front. God in his sovereignty has brought someone into my life and um, this uh, someone has traveled this similar road in fact she and her husband were on their way to Lois's funeral when her husband died and as I've tried to share the ups and downs of my life with you I wanted to share this and get you the opportunity to meet my new fiance, Miss Carla Fulmer. Dude, his church goes crazy. They're so excited. I love that. I love um, that so much. He takes the time to be like, I understand that like you, some of, some of you may not like this. Uh -huh. Like, and, and so uh, we understand that. Uh, and, and, you know, he takes the time just to kind of love, like, what a loving thing to do mm -hmm. for your deceased wife mm -hmm. of like, yes, you should love Lois. Mm -hmm. This doesn't mean we don't love her any less, right. but for, for Carla, you should also love her. 
And, and I'm going to like from the beginning, even kind of protecting that relationship, but just, just, just phenomenal thing. Yeah. You talked about how, uh, he had his, his kids up there with him yeah. and, uh, just the father, it, it was, two, is it two daughters? Is that, yeah. that's what he has, right? Yeah. Uh, Priscilla Schreier. Pris- uh, yeah. Priscilla, and then, uh, uh Crystal, the uh, and then he has Jonathan, one son, and then Anthony Evans okay. Jr. Yeah. Um, well, so I, I, I had seen some things on Instagram uh, in the last couple of weeks, and I knew it was leading up to an announcement of some sort, um, and I finally figured out what it is. <clears throat> Kirk Franklin had been posting some videos. Thank you. Can we please talk about this? <laughs> so he had been posting some videos, very cryptic. Yeah, leaving out lots of information. They're just like little, like little snippets. Yes. of things. And yeah. I'm going, and I sent you one. I yeah, don't, yeah. I don't know if you saw it, um, where he was, he was getting. Uh, he was on the phone. It was on speaker, and he was getting a confirmation of a paternity paternity test. test. Yes. And I went, <gasps> "What is this?" And so, so I went back. Yeah. Okay. And I started looking, and there was like uh, things of like uh, him getting his like a uh, like getting his mouth mm-hmm. swapped for the DNA and all this other stuff. Talk about Father's Day will never be the same. And I'm gonna be honest with you, Andrea. I don't know what it is. Uh, do you? You know don't what it know. Is? It? Okay, no, I, I do. I, I, I do I know don't. what okay, it is. Okay, fantastic. Let me tell you something though. Tell me. <laughs> If it turns out that this is, I'm 100% a child of God, this show is over. We're never doing another episode. I will throw my computer out the window. It's not that. Okay. It's not. It better not be some foolishness. <laughs> Ooh, I got a DNA test. 100%. Turns, turns out I'm 100% God's child. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm done. Okay, I'm done, done. I'm and done. I'm done, and I'm never coming back. <laughs> never coming back. Okay, that is that is not what it is. Okay, thank God. <laughs> he um he is premiering a personal documentary okay. called Father's Day: A Kirk Franklin Story. Okay, how he and this is the story of how he was reunited with his birth father. Oh, okay. So he was 53. Yeah. Um. Kirk Franklin is 53 or yes. was 53 when he was reunited with his birth father. Yeah. And um, from what I understand, it didn't know him. So this was, I don't know if he'd been looking for him. It's, I assume this will all be in the documentary that yeah. we'll probably watch, but um, that's what it, that's what it was. Okay. So somehow he found them. The story of how he found him, I haven't quite figured out yet, but it is, it is about his okay. father, not him being a father, but him having a father. <laughs> And not a heavenly father. And not just a heavenly father. (laughs) Okay, that's good. Hey, listen. So it's still self-promotion, which is fine. Always. If you're going to be doing something, promote it. I get it. I mean, come on. Hey, uh, also, by the way, if you were trying to get one of the limited edition um, uh, shirts from the live episode, Mm -hmm. um, those will be uh, gone at the end of the month. Uh-huh. So, so that you only have until September 30th to order. Okay. So you may want to just go, I'm hoping that everybody may want to do that. Uh, even, I mean, cause and that color is never coming back. It's like a, that, well then get you one. I know I need to. Yeah. Okay. So, um, all right. I, I, I do appreciate somebody who's trying to build a relationship with their dad and, yeah. and, and reconnecting. Well, he was, it, it turns out that he was filming or, or all of this was happening in the background while he was recording 
his a new studio album called okay. Father's Day. Wow. Okay. Um, of I don't. Course. Again, I, I'm not sure. It's a chicken and chicken egg. egg. Oh, I don't know which no, one no, came it's first. Not. It's not. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, but that uh, that album is coming out on October 6th. Okay. If anybody cares, but yeah. it's called it's called Father's Day. Uh, the the documentary is actually available on YouTube right now. That's, so okay. Uh, Father's Day, a Kirk Franklin story. But that's what it is. If anybody has been seeing his cryptic little uh, reels on Instagram and going, what, what is happening? What's going on? That's that's what it is. It okay. was that, that fun story. Well, and again, he's promoting new music, and I understand that. So yeah. also with new music, um, Phil Wickham yeah. has, has a new song out called I Believe. I'll go ahead and do the thing where I play some of it here. Um, and this particular album is, or this particular record is his answer to deconstruction. Okay. And so he's just like, listen, I, I love the church. Um, I, I love Jesus. <laughs> I love like, these are like, I, I, that this is who I am. And I'm going to write a song. I'm, mm-hmm. It's essentially an anthem about what it is that I do believe mm-hmm. um, and gives people think something to hold on to. But I do love that he says, like, I get it. People get hurt uh, and people do dumb things in leadership. It mm. seems like so many people I closely know that are trying to figure out their faith that grew up in church. A lot of it stems back to just the system of the church in America. Uh, however, he said that when he talks to his friends about Jesus, they think Jesus is awesome. Mm-hmm. And so it's really a focus on not the institution of all the other things, but like, let's actually focus on what our faith is supposed to be yeah. about. And that's Jesus. So coming to a Sunday morning worship service near you yeah. is going to be, I, uh, I believe, probably one that isn't going to be coming uh, down the road is, uh, is a bit of an old song. But I just I need to mention that um, a true uh, legend in the Christian rock world, Milan mm-hmm. Lefevre, passed away uh, um, a couple weeks ago. Uh, we didn't talk about it uh when it happened, because we were doing other things, we we're doing cage matches and whatnot. But um, there is a song that I really resonated with when I was, uh, you know, five or six years old, and watching at the videos, the uh, the Christian <laughs> movie, the Christian music video thing that was uh-huh. it's called ATV to make up for you know not 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 MTV, <laughs> and this video was amazing to me. So that was Milan Lefevre, Broken Heart. Um, sounds like Michael McDonald. Yeah, he's. I'm, I'm here for it. I mean, the it, now his stuff is very stylized for the 80s. <laughs> you know, you kind of go back. I'm he not did, mad. <laughs> no, no, not at all. There was uh, one album that he did recently called Bow Down, and I think it came out in like 2003. And it was produced by his son-in-law, a guy by the name of Peter Fuller, lead singer of Newsboys. 
Yeah. yeah. I was like, wait a second. I know that name. I know that name. So, um, but yeah, I mean, he's just a, just a, a, a just a real legend for mm-hmm. Christian rock mm-hmm. um, when there, there wasn't really a whole lot of Christian rock going on. And then, um, you know, he moved more into like a, a, a worship thing. Mm. The thing I love about Mile and Lefebvre is that it was Christian rock. It was definitely rock shows. Yeah. And then he would talk about Christ. Yeah. And so um, it's over 250,000 teenagers that he led to Christ. Mm, that's awesome. I mean, just a real, that's I mean, incredible. just, just somebody who just said this, I have a gift. How do I use it? Mm-hmm. And reaching out to people, um, just, just an amazing thing. Yeah. So Anyway, Mile Lefever, um, RIP, my guy. For sure. And then one one last thing in music, uh, Lecrae stepped in it. Um, oh. oh, really? <clears throat> so Lecrae had a shirt. <laughs> and I'm going to show you this shirt, okay? Um, let me pick up the, the computer so you can see it here. Read that for me. I can quote Cardi and Corinthians. I can quote Cardi and Corinthians. <laughs> now, the look on your face doesn't look like you're super excited about the shirt. Not sure about that. And then, so, not my style personally. Don't think I'd wear it. So but, it okay. was. Uh, it was labeled as righteous and ratchet. That's how it was. <laughs> That's how it was. Jeez. Um, and it did not go well for Lecrae. Um, there is, uh, there's a guy, oh gosh, what is his name? D1 is uh, D-E-E-1. And, and he just talks about, you can't be ratchet, ratchet and righteous. You can't be both of those things. And so, uh, Lecrae had to issue an apology and essentially just kind of back, back everything out and mm-hmm. be like, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. You know, we got it. Yeah. I, now, listen, by the way, can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. As a fan of music and a Christian, I kind of like it. <laughs> I kind of like it. But it's Cardi. That's the other thing. Yeah. But see, if you were like, I can quote Journey and Genesis, you might be like, yeah, okay, cool. Right? Maybe, maybe. You I mean, okay I would probably be a little more behind that because I don't feel like uh, Journey lyrics that I hear are not flying in the face saying, of man, if there was a t-shirt that had a headband and it said uh, i can quote guns and roses and romans i mean you might be into it i don't know yeah I'm, here's here's my thing those two cardi and corinthians are so at odds with one another it kind of feels like you're say, if it was like willie nelson and nehemiah <laughs> I mean, but do you understand what I'm saying? I understand. I get it. I'm just saying I like the I like the idea. Sure. It's definitely going to tick some people off. Well, yeah. I, again, I think that it's there. There are plenty of um, of artists, singers and musicians and and bands that that are not in the Christian realm that yeah. are fine. We can quote them all day long. We can quote their music. Um, but Cardi specifically is so antagonistic to what the scripture says, right? Wouldn't you say, and especially in Corinthians, that there are passages in Corinthians that things that Cardi says that you are going to quote are so, it just flies in the face of, of that. I think that's what, I, I think that's where my problem is, is that it's, it's, I, I don't mind you quote. I listen to plenty of non-Christian, not quote unquote non-Christian music. Yeah. It, it'd be almost like trying to say I can quote the Clark sisters and Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Except for the fact that like 
Here's the Clark Sister song. All right, let's just skip ahead a little bit. Even through the problems, I'm gonna still praise your name. I got a little testimony, wanna tell you about it. Devil tried to break me down, knock me off the mountain. I told my mom about it, she just started singing, shouting. Said my blessings coming soon, flowing like. All right, so by the way, I'm not mad at Snoop rapping about Jesus, but here's how the song starts, okay? All right, I'm going to go ahead and play this one. You tell me if it seems at all similar. They're all synthy kind of almost the same, almost the same rhythm. So that is Snoop Dogg Sensual Seduction. So I'm just saying like it, <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes, like, uh, you, you mix up the culture a little bit into the thing. And Sometimes we get a little too comfortable. A little bit too comfortable with it. A little bit too comfortable. Just and, you know, someone else that got a little too comfortable Yes, is our bro, Tim Ross. Oh, okay. Of Transformation Church. Have okay. you seen this? Well, no. You know I'm not on the TikTok yeah. right now. He, so. um, well, this is in his his podcast. He okay. has a podcast uh, called The Basement with Tim Ross. Okay. And uh, recently, I don't know exactly how recently, in the last few weeks, he came under fire um, for using profanity on his podcast. So, I mean, um, what kind of profanity? Uh, Whoa. I, you didn't have to actually say it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Set myself up for that, didn't I? <laughs> wow. Um, I was like, I, dude, I telegraphed that one so good. So much. Yeah. Like, I, wa- like it w- I walked right into it, like walking into a <laughs> door. Calm down. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he uh, he had a, an episode of his podcast, uh, again, The Basement with Tim Ross. And this episode featured therapist Jenna Mountain. Okay. Um, and the t- <laughs> I don't even want to say the title. Oh, no. Uh, And it addressed why women don't like the sex they're being offered. Um, It also touched on slavery and domestic abuse, which Ross said prompted him to use profanity, um, including the F word. And he's he has now he received quite a bit of pushback. Um, He's now decided he's not going to swear publicly again for the sake of other Christians and churches where he guest preaches. But he clarified uh, he's not apologizing or repenting for cursing because he doesn't feel like it's a sin. Okay. So he, and he has not removed the offending podcast, simply added a disclaimer that this episode contains use, uh, uses of some strong language. If you happen to be offended by the use of these words, you may want to skip this episode. Okay. Um, what's the problem? I'm not real sure. Okay. (laughs) I mean, personally, yeah, I know it, despite how, uh, my co-host here has made it sound, I don't use that word. I do hear it a lot at work. Yeah. And and my mom and I were having this discussion just the other day because I said, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I, and she said, you don't say it. And I said, no, mom, I don't say it. But I have gotten desensitized to it yeah. because I hear it since I since I moved into uh, work outside of the church a few years ago. Let me tell you, <laughs> I have been surrounded by it at a rate that I was not, not, not prepared, prepared for. Yeah. Um, and in the last few years, it, it it's I'm so desensitized to it. Even in TV and movies and all of that, it just doesn't it doesn't affect me the way that it used to. I just I still don't love it. And I like I said, I don't personally use that. Sure. Um, it, I have not listened to this podcast, so I'm not sure the context in which he was saying it. Yeah. 
um, the 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 episode as a whole, I'm not sure about. <laughs> uh, women don't like the sex they're being offered, which is an interesting topic. But again, I've not listened to it, so I don't know. I really can't comment specifically on that. I I can appreciate the fact that he is um, committing to not using that yeah. publicly. Yes. And I do think that that is... Um, as as someone who is asked to speak in other churches. That's right. Um, like I, I said, what's the problem? Sounds like he's yeah. handling it. Listen, okay, I get it. You, It makes you uncomfortable, so I won't do it. Yeah. That is biblical precedent. Mm-hmm. It sure. makes you uncomfortable if I eat meat, so I won't do it around you. Yeah. That's, I mean, didn't... Didn't Peter and Paul have this conversation at some point? Mm, <laughs> I'm, just yeah, say, yeah. I'm just saying, right? So I get it. Um, it's, you know, whether or not it's a sin, um, you know, blessing and cursing is different than using a swear word. Right. right? And cursing even, in the Bible does not mean right. dropping F-bombs. And by the way, we don't, uh, we don't even say like swear or curse words or things like that. We, we call it grown-up language mm-hmm. at our house because uh, sometimes someone might hear a, mm-hmm. a grown-up say those words. Mm-hmm. And if you call it a bad word, then my my parents are bad because they say bad words. Right. As opposed to my parents are grown-ups and sometimes they use words that are not appropriate for me to use because mm-hmm. I'm not a grown-up yet. Yeah. We also have grown-up drinks. And before <laughs> you go like crazy on that, like coffee is a grown-up drink. Yeah. Uh, soda is a grown-up drink, and whenever you, the older you get, the more you can consume those types of things, mm-hmm. right? So it's it's just it keeps you from oh that's a bad drink, that's a bad drink. Well, mm-hmm. but I saw, I saw my friend's dad drink mm-hmm. it. So is my friend's dad bad? Right. No, no, he's just a grown-up, and so he's allowed to have grown-up things. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that <laughs> that's a lot of fun. But blessing and cursing completely different. Um, Okay, this is a weird thing. Are you ready? Yeah. So a friend of mine who is very, very smart. He's mm-hmm. he's like a really, really smart dude, mm-hmm. like doctorate smart, you know. Uh, one of those people is like, I don't know. I think that you're only friends with me because I'm the comic relief. Like in... Uh-huh. Like in our relationship, I'm I'm rerun. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> so, um, so we were talking and he was like, yeah, I've been listening to this podcast called The Exorcist Files. And it is the it is stories from one of the main exorcists of the Catholic Church uh-huh. just just telling his stories, yeah. you know. And uh, there's some recreations and stuff like that, but that's the least compelling thing. The most compelling thing is just listening to this guy mm-hmm. talk because it's just like, yeah, of course this happened, you right. know. Uh, and so uh, so he talked a lot about blessing and cursing from a biblical biblical mm. perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, on this show, and by the way, the show is not suitable for kids. This is not an educational thing that you listen right. to the you know listen in the car with kids with. But it's uh, kind of like this, kind of like kind of like podcast. our podcast. Um, <laughs> but uh, but it was really really interesting. So I was driving through Missouri this week because I I, I I was in that's where I was working this week, uh, listening to this podcast, and the sun started going down. I'm like, oh, I don't I don't listen to this at night. No, <laughs> oh no, gosh, no. No, 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 no. They literally tell you like, hey. I wouldn't listen to this before you go to bed. No. Oh, <laughs> just, can you imagine? Yeah. It's uh cause it, I mean, it's, it's, it's fascinating. Yeah. Um, I will say that regardless of me being in Missouri and me listening to a, a podcast about demon possession, um, I do not agree 
with uh, the the pastor Rick Morrow of Beulah Church in Richland, Missouri, who okay. this week had to resign from the school board because um, <clears throat> I'll just read the headline. Pastor under fire for claiming children with autism are demon oppressed. Oh. <sighs> Why? It, Why do some of these people keep opening their mouths? I mean, I mean, people love, okay, the satanic panic of the 80s was mm-hmm. legit. Like, it was a big mm-hmm. deal, right? Uh, Frank Peretti's This Present Darkness and, and all the things that came with it, right? Um, listening to this podcast, I'm like, oh man, there's probably more demon possession than what we're mm-hmm. really kind of aware mm-hmm. of. Um, but also like there's not a devil in every doorknob. Some right. people have chemical imbalances. Like, like it, well, did God make them that way? No. Sin was introduced into the world, which is why we're not all perfect. That's how the, that's, that's how it goes. That's it. Literally, literally, <sighs> literally it. Goodness gracious. So good job, yeah. Mara. Um, yeah. He, uh, th- this, this knucklehead just what in the world, what's mm-hmm. happening. Um, you see some people that, uh, are nobodies that are trying to make themselves known or trying to go out there on a limb for people. Mm-hmm. And then you see other people that are big deals yeah. and they make themselves small for other people. This one hurts me. Okay. This one absolutely hurts me. It's football season. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, we live in Fort Worth, Texas. We do. And I did not go to a college that had a football team. Okay. Okay. Me I went. Either. Yeah. I mean, so I, when I moved, I graduated college, moved the next week to Fort Worth, and I adopted our local football team as my football team. So, okay. So TCU mm-hmm. is my football team. And they got beat <clears throat> on yeah. the first game of the season. <laughs> Do we think that last season was a fluke? No. No. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, Hulk, first of all. Okay. Real Seth or fan Seth? Real, Real Seth? Seth. No. Not not uh, fan like, Seth who yes. had me uh, put twenty dollars down yeah. for him when I was in Vegas. Yeah, thanks for that. By the way, you're welcome. Do I still have that you ticket? Do. It's awesome. <laughs> um, what a great memory. Um, yeah, of course. Last year was a fluke. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. But fan Seth, no, no. I mean, they're they're still good. Yeah, they're still good. Do we still have that little redheaded quarterback? Um, wasn't he redheaded? Andy Dalton. Is that his name? <laughs> well. 10 years ago. Anyway. No, the um, guy that was, that was quarterback last year. Let me talk about Cal- Colorado real quick. <laughs> no. Go ahead. Okay. So they got beat by Colorado. And Colorado is coached by Coach Prime, Deion Sanders. Okay. Did you know this? I think I did okay, know that. Okay, kind of putting it all together. I'm, I'm putting headlines that I saw but didn't really stick in my head yeah, together. So he, um, you know, and by the way, he caught a little bit of grief from mm-hmm. – going from like a underserved, underprivileged kind of ma- majority, majority. <laughs> I love that you're looking at the microphone like it's the microphone's fault <laughs> that you can't say that word. I don't know that. I don't know if there's a word. What are you trying to say? Like majority, but as a descriptive. Majorital? No, that Majora- sounds dirty. Majority. <laughs> Where the majority of the students are uh, African American, mm. and then he leaves and goes to Boulder, Colorado. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Boulder. And, uh, yeah. and and he was just like, nobody believes me, right? Like uh-huh. nobody believes me. Uh, but he's actually turned that program around. They not only beat TCU the first week, um, they uh, also 
uh, beat rival Nebraska the next week, right? Oh. So I mean, they're and Nebraska's pretty. Are they pretty good? I no, mean, maybe I, not. I, I just I mean rival. You know, you, yeah. you show up for a rival game typically, um, and and so. Um, I don't know what he did this week because we're recording before that that game is uh, is going on. But his his pastor who had mm-hmm. been said told him God is raising you, I believe, to be a Nehemiah, to mm. go and build cities. And so he's coming in, and yeah, he has to be big and loud and boisterous. He's prime time, right? I mean, he's going to be, but he's still giving glory to God through all of these things. He's still focusing everything mm-hmm. on on the one who created it all. And like in the interviews and things that, that uh, Dion is doing, it's been, it's just been nice just to see somebody who has lived some life mm-hmm. and has some perspective. Uh, and yeah, definitely uses grown up words cause he's a football coach, you know, <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah. on the same side, he, you know, he's still um, showing how good God is. Yeah. So it's awesome. Um, by the way, Max Dugan is who I was talking about. Yeah, Dugan, the Dugs. Well, <laughs> another, uh, this is a football player that, okay, so I, admittedly, I'm not a Saints fan. No. Because. No, you live in Texas. I live in Texas, so obviously I'm a Cowboys fan. Yeah. But most most teams, I don't really care real strongly one way or the other, like except for Cowboys. I am a Cowboys fan. I grew up watching the Cowboys. I loved them in the uh, late eighties and nineties. A big Troy Aikman fan, Emmett Smith, uh, all of those. Um, But someone, uh, our, our friend, our good friend Clifford sent me um, a video of a saints football player in one of the post-game interviews, and it was so good okay. that I knew we had to talk about it on the show. We get to go to church today. I have a word that I want to share. I know this is a little untraditional, so like I said, buckle up. Uh, Revelations 3.20 says, See, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and dine with him and eat with him and he with me. I want to tell y'all about a knock that I heard this week. A lot of people don't know this, but on Friday, my daughter, she's four years old, she had her third uh, epilepsy seizure attack. It's my same daughter who uh, survived retinoblastoma. Uh, she's been totally clear to that, but she had her, her third um, seizure and it's been almost two years. She was uh, about a month away. If she would have had no seizures for one more month, then she would have been off the medicine, but now we have to start that clock all the way over. It was on Friday when we was, a bunch of kids were over the house and she was playing and I noticed something was off. Um, and I told her mom I thought she was having a seizure. Her mom was pretty good. She, she saw it, my wife, and we took her in her room, didn't want to cause a scene. And she started to foam at the mouth. And uh, it was worse, her worst seizure. For 30 minutes, um, she seized. Um, she wouldn't come, and we had to call the uh, paramedics. They came, and so over the course of time, it ended up being a total of 30 minutes. They got her in. My wife got in the paramedics with her. I got behind them driving. Um, you can imagine all the thoughts that's racing through your mind. The last sight you see of your daughter is she's totally out of it. Um, got to the hospital, and my wife told me that my daughter stopped breathing in the car twice. Um, so I'm, of course, praying. We get to the hospital. They put, give her a bunch of medicine. They see the stop. She's laying there. 
And at this point, if she sees for 30 minutes, you, 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 you start to fear there could be development issues that could mess with her brain. Um, you know, she stopped breathing. If there was no oxygen going to her brain, you know, you're starting to think about her speech be slurred or anything um, or worse. So we prayed and we prayed and she had medicine and, and my wife and I had to stay overnight at the hospital. And in the middle of the night, probably about three o'clock, I heard a knock. And the knock, the knock was my daughter. I prayed for her. I said, God, let this just be an attack from the enemy that's just trying to be a distraction and let him have overplayed his hand and my daughter come back stronger than before. When I heard my daughter talk in the middle of the night, and my daughter, she doesn't have any develop, development issues, praise God. She doesn't have any slurred speech, you know, prior to this. She woke up talking clearer than she was talking before. Now, anyone who deals with epilepsy knows that it takes a little few days for them to come back. You know, they usually can get back to normal wherever they were, um, but it takes a couple of days. They're groggy. It's a lot because what their body is like, it's like the TV just staticing in their brain. She was talking clearer than before. It was 3 o'clock, and we heard her talk, and we let her talk for about 20 minutes and said, hey, baby, it's, it's, it's nighttime. Let's go back to sleep. You know, and I just prayed. I started saying, praise God, praise God. The next morning when she got up, my daughter was so sharp. She was able to talk to her, me and her mom. I mean, clear conversation. She's sharp for a four-year-old. No stuttering. All her words clear. And my daughter, like I said, my daughter is already sharp. She was sharper than before. And if any of, if any of you were able to have a conversation with my daughter, you wouldn't know anything had ever happened. So we had a birthday party for my seven-year-old daughter that day. She got to be released from the hospital, and she came back home, and it was as if nothing was happening. She was playing with the kids the day before, and she had the worst seizure that she had ever had. And the next day, she's back out there playing with the kids. Now, of course, we can't let her get overstimulated. We have to keep bringing her in. We have to keep cooling her down. Can't let her do too much just because of protocol. But when I tell you uh, I, I got a chance to see hear a knock from God, and what I want to share is – we get to play this game, and it's great. And there's so many amazing things that happen in that game, and everybody wants to hear about them. But when we leave this game, we go back to being regular people. And regular people are living life, and people are waiting for a knock. And the word says who Jesus is. He's knocking at the door. All you got to do is get up. And so on the way, man, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm praying, and I'm trusting, and I'm believing. And I'm asking for my daughter to make it through. I'm asking that she's better than before. And God gave me just what I asked for plus some. I was blown away. And at that point, I knew, well, the game is already, the game is going to take care of itself. My, my knock had already been, been answered. And I just want people to know, like, if you got stuff going on in your life, lay it before the Lord. Lay it before the Lord and trust. And be expecting of a knock. Because the word says what you have to do is you have to get up and open the door. He's not going to open the door for you. He's going to knock. But you have to be listening and waiting for the knock. And when you see it, you have to get up and open the door. And your blessing is going to be there. Now, I'm going to be here to talk about football next week. I wish y'all well. Happy Sunday and praise God. Wow. That's uh, Demario Davis. He's a linebacker for the Saints. And I am now a uh, – I'm not a Saints fan. I can't do that. No, no. <clears throat> but I'm a Demario Davis fan. I'm a Demario Davis fan for wow. sure. I love that story. I um, – some of <laughs> By the way, honest, I'm leaving it unedited uh-huh, all the way through. All the way through. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't we didn't cut anything out. That that was the full the full interview, the full answer to uh, I 
don't even think they asked a question. I think he, he just, just got up and started, got up started, started preaching, reading. sir. Yeah. Sir, in the room. Just let me just preach real quick. Yeah. Let oh me just gosh. before we even talk. And, you know, I, what a great he, he was so eloquent and so just uh, not all of his analogies worked for me exactly. But I really, really appreciated his heart and what a testimony and just the power of prayer. And, you know what he said? He said, God let her be better than she was yeah. not just the same, not just okay, but better than she was. And God answered his prayer. Yeah. It was just the, the prayer of a, of a parent of a, of a father. So I love that. That's awesome. Um, so, uh, one, one more thing that I wanted to talk about. I've got a new movie that we're going to have to watch at some point. Oh, okay, great. So apparently the world's first, I'm not sure what they mean by this, but the world's first Christian fan owned movie studio is making its theatrical debut this weekend. This weekend. It came out, the movie came out yesterday. Wait, wait, first ever. World's Christian first Christian fan, fan owned. owned. So like Angel Studios? I guess so. Okay. It's, it's not, it's not Angel Studios. It's, Studio. Angel. it's called okay. Higher Studios. Okay. Um, It's, it's similar to Angel Studios crowdfunding. Okay. Um, they rely on investors and donors to support their projects. Uh, but they apparently started, uh, so called Hire. It's the the name of it is called Hire. Called Hire Studios, not Hire Studios, but it yeah, it's not called Hire. Right. It's called, <laughs> it's called called Hire. Called called Hire Studios. Yeah. Um, and they <laughs> they actually started before the pandemic, and obviously okay. everything shut down um so their first theatrical Why? debut is uh yeah. is coming out it it dropped on friday september 15th it is called camp hideout it is a pg family comedy oh. um it tells the story of a teenager named noah who flees a christian summer camp to escape two goons unknowingly finding hope and purpose along the way i think we actually saw a preview for this at another movie so like Okay. So it's got uh, it's got a few names that that people may know. Uh, Amanda Layton, she was from uh, This Is Us and Trolls. The beat goes on, um, and Corbin Blue from High School Musical. I'm not familiar with either one of those. However, I am familiar with this last name. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Okay. We're in. We're in. I'm. I'm in. You do know that Back to the Future is Jonathan's favorite movie of all time. I love that. Yes. I didn't know that, but yeah, that yeah, yeah. I totally, that so tracks. When, yeah. when he sees Christopher Lloyd places, like, cause by the way, Christopher Lloyd's old. Uh, and he was old in Back to the Future. <laughs> he was old in right? Back to the Future. Uh, but I think that he was actually only like 40 something in Back to the Future. Yes. He just kind of, you know, he just has a, <laughs> has a, has a different look about him. Um, that, okay. You know so, what? Yeah. I am okay. I'm probably not going to go to the theater. No, I'll this. just wait for it to yeah. stream. Yeah, we'll sure. we'll wait for a stream. But I okay, I like that. Yeah. Um, so it kind of reminds me. Okay, so I'm I, the the preview is running right now on the screen. Mm -hmm. Um, I watched a movie this week that I hadn't watched in easily two decades. I mean, it's oh, been okay. it's been a long time. Gremlins. No, we've seen that within the past six months. Um. <laughs> It's a movie called Heavyweights. Are you familiar with Heavyweights? Yes, I just watched that just not too long ago. So, actually, here here's terrible. why. Here's why. Yeah. Okay. Um, it would never get made today. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Okay. Here here's why. I uh, I have been uh, in, in February. I tried to sign up for the Disneyland half marathon mm. and could could not get in. 
Uh, and then so I was like, okay, well, I guess in April I'll try to sign up for the Disney World half or full marathon and could not get in. Mm. Okay. And so, uh, by the way, two years in a row where I'm like, okay, that kind of, that kind of sucks. My first ever big race was a Disney race. And so I was like, yeah, you know, I I was really kind of into it, but I, is that, is that why you stopped running? So, okay. So the truth is that, um, cause you have stopped running cause you're not talking about it. So I assume (laughs) you're not running. Hey, you know what? A little accurate. Um, it's really hot outside. I it's know. been so hot, I and know. so um, this is uh, this is something only a runner would say. Okay. Okay. I haven't been running this summer. I'm only doing ten miles a week. So that's why I've stopped talking about it because I'm I'm only doing ten miles. Yeah, exactly. Anybody could do ten miles. Yeah, I'm only doing ten miles a week. I'm running. Yeah. You know. If I'm running three times a week, I'm doing, you know, three miles each. If I'm running twice a week, it's, you know, Five. Th- three and that. <laughs> three and six. I do a long run. Thank you, Jared. Three and six does not add up to nine. It's in. Ten. It adds up to nine. You know, but I, I mean, there's other things. And actually, and three, so, three and three only adds up to nine. So I do two. nine miles a week. So what, what you're saying is you're you're a runner, but you're not a mathematician. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, maths, maths is hard. So, um, so... So, okay. So I haven't been running this summer. Uh-huh. Okay. I have a, uh, I have a, a, a challenge that I set out for myself mm-hmm. for this year to do 13 races of 13 miles or more mm-hmm. within 13 months. And in July I was at 10. So oh, I was so you're way good. ahead, yeah. way ahead. Yeah. And so, um, but then I kind of lost all motivation cause I'm not going to go run a race in, well, I did one in July. I did literally did one when, starting temp was 104 outside and mm-hmm. i said that's enough for oh, me that's i miserable. said i said i said i'm done um and so i just kind of lost all motivation um i there is uh <clears throat> i am doing a race this month mm-hmm. um i'm going to athens alabama <laughs> awesome off to a great start because currently they have the world's largest buckies yeah, how did that happen uh, Texas lost its reign. And now the the they're building a larger one now. Yeah. But it's not open yet. Yeah. And and this yeah. needs to happen now. Um, I'm going with my my buddy Todd, who runs who who runs lots of marathons, and we are going to do a uh, marathon around the Buckies. We're just going to do laps until we hit twenty six. Is this miles. a sanctioned race, or are you it's, just showing uh, up at Buckies? And so running? they don't know we're coming. <laughs> <laughs> is that for real? They don't know. They don't know we're coming. Bucky's doesn't know. No, 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 no. We're is gonna it just get, gonna be the two of you. Just the two of us, and we're gonna put on. Uh, Wait, we're gonna put Y'all on. Y'all are so Bucky's, weird. <laughs> Buggy shirts. I thought I was kidding when I asked if this no, is a sanctioned no, race. No, so we have signed up for a virtual race that can be run anywhere, and this is where we're choosing to do it. Oh, yeah, so weird. Well, because if you have to go to the bathroom, you have the best bathroom in the world. No I porta mean, potties, right? That's true. If you need a little, you know. I need some protein. I'll go get me a brisket sandwich. Or you know? the wall of jerky. The wall of jerky. Listen, I mean, I might need a little sugar rush. How about some fudge? This race is sponsored by Beaver Nuggets. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So we're pretty excited about it. And so it's going to be, it's going to be really good. But uh, this week I was sitting in a doctor's office and um, because I really wanted to get into the, these Disney races, I set up a Twitter bot that will actually notify me when, uh, the, the races are open again. Mm-hmm. And so I got the notification that this race was open. Now, this isn't anything special. It happens every day. And every day I log in, I try to get into it. 
and it either tells me it's already sold out or I go all the way through and then I push pay and then it's like it's sold out, right? Mm -hmm. It's just all the way through. So I didn't get excited. It wasn't a thing. I just went through and I and I actually registered for the Disney World Marathon Yay. in January. Nice. So now all of a sudden I'm motivated. I actually got to have to run again because I haven't really run I know because I remember... At the beginning of this year or the end of last year, you were like, I'm done with the long, the long races. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll do halves, but I'm not going to do anything more than that. Yeah. So. And then the next month you did like two marathons. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, um, you're a liar, first of all. Yeah. This, this particular, <laughs> mar- the, the Disney will be my eighth, yeah. which is, which is too many. It just, it, it is, mm-hmm. it's dumb, but I also don't want to like get there and like, uh, ha- have what happened the first time, which were just like, I cramped up and just I couldn't mm-hmm. I didn't manage it well so uh so yeah so there's so there's that but anyway so I, I have a little text group of friends that um uh, at our church mm-hmm. that everybody has gotten into running and they either were before and I didn't know about it or they were like if that tub of lard can run maybe I can too and they've started running yeah. okay uh all, all, all of us and so I was like hey I need costume ideas right like I just need costume ideas mm-hmm. and our friend Erica shout out to Erica um, texted and she said, um, you should wear a Perkis power t-shirt from heavyweights. And I said, Hey, screw you. Um, <laughs> at which point her six went into play and she's like, Oh no, 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 no. I didn't mean that at all. I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's fine. And I'm having, we're having fun. We're having fun. I know what I look like. It's fine. Um, but it's, it then became the perfect idea. I can just, I wish I had been, I can picture perfectly <laughs> yeah, her. how her, her yeah, reaction yeah. to your. Because it's happy text, happy yeah. text, happy text. Oh, this text. would be funny. And Reply then, text, oh no. <laughs> I didn't mean it, I'm so sorry. Oh, Erica, we love you. Uh, so uh, so I was like, I haven't seen that movie in a minute. And, she, and, I, and I was like, is Heavyweights even like a Disney IP? And she's like, it is. And so I went back and watched it. So good old, uh, so, so camp hideout kind of feels like a uh-huh. Christian heavyweights. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. We'll I see what know. happens. We'll see. Um, but also, is there a better camp movie than a week away? I, I'm, I, it's going to be hard. We're going to, we're going to see. I, I guarantee their soundtrack won't be as good. No, so. absolutely not. Well, absolutely not. Will uh, not happen. All right. You ready to get into the B? Sure. All right. Oh, no, not the bees. Not the bees. Ah! Woman reading prenup asks fiance what a Lego Death Star is. <laughs> soon, to, soon to be wed Madison Brunson. Now, I'm going to spell out Madison for you. M A D D Y S S E N. Was carefully reading the prenuptial agreement given to her by a future husband, Tegan Hanks, when uh, when she came across a section that caused some confusion, forcing her to ask for a clarifying question. Tegan, sweetie, what is a Lego Death Star? It sounds kind of scary, Madison asked. Well, honey buns, I'll answer your question with another question. What is the purpose of a prenup? <laughs> she replies, to protect the wealth of the spouse were there to be, heaven forbid, a divorce. Exactly. Exactly what? Are you familiar with Lego? (laughs) I've heard of Legos. They're kind of like a kid's toy that you have to put together. You must say Lego in all caps. (laughs) Please, darling. By the way, the plural of Lego is Lego. Did you know that? I did. Okay. Uh, Please, darling, I can't, uh, if I can't ask you just one thing, please never say Legos again. (laughs) 
And oh, what? Uh, pumpkin, I'm confused. Madison, babe, the Lego Death Star is incredibly valuable. <laughs> well, he said while pulling up eBay as proof on his phone, the fact, uh, the fact I sold my inheritance to acquire the Lego Death Star, Lego Hogwarts Castle, and Lego Rivendell should tell you how much they're worth. The conversation continued until Madison finally agreed to sign the prenup and Tegan pledged to never call her honey buns again. <laughs> Also, you said continued. You said that funny. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I want I want the Lego Rivendale. Oh my gosh. So much. Oh my gosh. I uh I saw it at the Kansas City Airport. They had a Lego store. And it was like But it was nine thousand dollars. <laughs> well, here was the thing. It was so large, it could not fit into a uh like a like a carry-on. Like mm. you would have had to check it, but it was in the airport. I literally looked at it, it was like Hey, if someone were to buy this, how would they actually get it home? They'd have to go like back out and ship it to wherever they were going. Yeah. Is that large of a thing? It's the box is so big. Was it six hundred dollars? Seven hundred dollars? Um, I'm trying to eight hundred dollars, nine hundred dollars. <laughs> Hold on, ten hundred dollars, five hundred, four hundred ninety-eight. Okay. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> Oh, I said 1000 because reading and maths. <laughs> oh, no, not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! What's your not for me? <laughs> we all have our strengths. Okay, listen. <laughs> listen, um, I... This is a weird one because it's kind of, like, not for me, but it also is for me. Yeah. Um, I came to the realization... Uh, earlier this week that nice I came to the realization earlier this week that I have reached an age yes you have where name it <laughs> name it and claim it darling where <laughs> I need to put more thought into my footwear because I <laughs> please everyone wants to hear about your bunions right now <laughs> I don't have bunions okay. I have stop my, the Hammer time. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. I, my, I stand, when I'm at work, when I'm, especially when I'm working on the show floor, I stand, I'm on my feet a lot. Yeah. And I have always been more of a quantity over quality when it comes to footwear. I like, okay. I, I'm like, why would I buy one pair of shoes when I could get three for the same price? Sure. Um, but that has come with its issues. And so today, I know you're trying to look at my shoes. Hold on. Don't look at them right now. Okay. Um, and so today I went to, uh, I went to a store. I went to Dick's Sporting Goods okay. and I bought a new pair of shoes. Okay. A new pair of sneakers. Um, they are New Balance. <laughs> Welcome to middle age, you white person. <laughs> They're really cute. They're pink. Yeah, sure. Okay. I, I, I. They're really cute. Okay. Um, they're actually not the first ones that I picked out. They didn't have my size in the, I wanted, I found a pair. I was looking at Hoka. Yeah. And I was looking at Brooks. Okay. <clears throat> and the what pair that I really wanted was a pair of Brooks shoes. Okay. Brooks tennis shoes. Um, and I'm still going to get them. Okay. They just didn't have my size. Okay. Um, but I got these because I am leaving next week to go to Houston. I'm going to be working for like 10 days. And I'm like, I need some good shoes to wear. 
Um, and so I got me some. Um, and my not for that's for me. Okay. My not for me is that I have gone this long, and I feel like I'm walking on a cloud. Okay. <laughs> they are so comfortable. Okay. Hey, listen. A little PSA for everybody. Yeah. Take care of your feet. Yeah, it matters. It, most most of the problems that you have in your life all start with your feet. Seriously. Like knee pain, hip pain, back pain, all of that God. stuff, it's usually in your feet. Yeah. It's usually because you walked weird, you uh-huh. did something strange. Take care of your feet. That's all I'm saying. And if you if you live if you work in a an industry where you're on your feet a lot, yeah. Where, I mean, I buy I bought Skechers with memory foam, and they were really cute. But you know what? That memory foam, like, it forgets. They, real it quick. forgets real fast. <laughs> that memory foam, it don't last forever. And I like the bottom of my feet. I am so old right now. Yeah. The bottom of my feet hurt all yeah. the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I can t- I can tell yeah. that these are going to make such a difference. Yeah. Uh, when did it happen? I know. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I, it wasn't they until really it wasn't until I hurt my feet uh-huh. that I realized. Oh, I should take care of these things. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fella, dude. You're there's a <laughs> there's a lot of stuff going on there. I'm just there's saying. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff. So anyway, um, I got some new shoes. They're really cute. Um, so anyway, it's it's like not for me, but it is also for me because I can tell I'm gonna love these shoes. You know what? So much. In the spirit of that, I'll give you my not for yes, me because it's also for me. Okay. I don't mind things that taste like pumpkin spice. Okay. I don't I don't mind okay. I, I really don't. Like it's pumpkin pumpkin things. I like pumpkin. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really do. Like a pumpkin but hey, for real, can we just talk about how good pumpkin pie is? I love pumpkin pie. You mean, I need to make you another one, huh? Yeah. Yeah, you do. It's you, like so mine? Good. you liked mine, right? I don't know that I ate it. Did you make me a gluten-free one? No, you ate the inside. You didn't eat the crust. Well, there you go. the crust is not gluten-free. Yeah. Uh, I'll get you a, gl- a gluten-free. A, glu- <laughs> a what? I'll get you a gluten-free yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, I'll make you one. I, trust me. There are no glutton-frees. <laughs> 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 okay um I, i'm okay with with things that taste like pumpkin i i like pumpkin spice i like things that i mean i listen i'm i can be basic i'll have a pumpkin spice latte once a year you know mm-hmm. I'll be like, yeah. oh, you know that, that's fine it's august mm-hmm. i mean it's not it's september it's September now okay but in august <laughs> why are we why are we releasing pumpkins it's like you know how christmas keeps starting too early Pumpkin spice latte season is starting too early every year. You know, it's because summer was so ding dang hot. Yeah. And people were just ready to think about fall. So so that's why we're doing it is because we so. want to think that it's fall. Well, because Starbucks knew that if we release pumpkin spice right now, everybody's going to buy it. Yeah, they they will, but it's only because we're fooling ourselves, you know. Let's not do that. Let's Sure. Sure. Let's just let's just let it be fall first. So I have still not have had that sentence didn't make sense. <laughs> I still not have had. Still not have I still, still have, have not, not had. had. I still have not had. No, it's gotta be your bowl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a show. <laughs> but listen, our thoughts and opinions are not the final word, dear listener. We'd like to hear your thoughts and opinions about all the things we talked about this week. Andrea, how yeah. would someone do that? You can let us know. We are at Dropping Sunday on all the things. 
uh, Facebook and Instagram, and also leave a comment on podcast. It really does help grow the show. Okay, it does. like, and here's the thing: you can support the show financially at Patreon.com/slash Dropping Sunday. You can get the merch and wear that around and support that, and uh, that's at DroppingSunday.com/slash Merch. If you want to help us non-financially. Um, if you're, and by the way, if you're a pod and you listen all the time, you like, just share the love. That's yeah. all I'm saying. You, we put in hours of work for a free podcast for your enjoyment. That's, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Share the love. You know, all you got to do is, uh, grab somebody else's phone and subscribe to our show for yeah. them. Um, you know, post the link to the show on Facebook. Something. Just or... tell somebody, Hey, listen, I- I've got this podcast that I listen to. It's clean. Uh, it's, it's fun. Uh, the hosts are great and humble and we, <laughs> every week. <laughs> And, uh, and and we would love uh, we would love for that. So, so help us grow the show by by sharing uh, by sharing the love with uh, with your friends and neighbors. Absolutely, neighbors. So you're gonna go knock on people's door. <laughs> please, you're like, please go knock. Hey, hey, <laughs> hi. My name is Seth, and we've never met. We've lived next to each other for four years. Do you know what a podcast is? <laughs> yeah, go start basic. Yeah. <laughs> if you do that, please let us know. Oh, film it. And tag us, and you'll become famous. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. 100%. But do subscribe. Yes, because we're going to be back next week. We are. Until then, this is Seth. This is Andrea. And this is Dropping Sunday. I'll edit this to make it flow. Do your thing. Like you were talking literally in the middle of a sentence and, and you're like, all right, your turn to segue. And I'm like, you weren't done with the sentence. Yeah, but I knew that I was done. I knew that like, I don't have anything else. This is what we need to do next. Yeah, I was oh, very much a director. My just my, Director Seth in my ear just screamed, cut. <laughs> like, Good Lord. All right. We're changing sides. It's your turn. <laughs>